Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This was on Tap Radio On Demand episode is presented by Cask Branding. Cask Branding is a trusted source for supplying breweries, distilleries, and wineries with custom merchandise and branding. A member of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild, Cask Branding can make your brand stand out with class. You preach support local. Well, how about practicing what you preach? Go to CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com, CaskBranding.com. Enjoy the show. This is about to be good radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to me, a craft brewer is much more of a mindset. We just opened two cans. <laughs> uh, spread the gospel of good beer. Tons and tons of stuff going on in the beer world. I love craft beer. I love different people's beers. It's a brewer's favorite. <laughs> Cheers to all us beer geeks and those new to the craft. A What's on Tap high five. Woo! <laughs> this is What's on Tap Radio. Beer and the culture that flows with it. Here's beer guru James Simpson and beer logic's Chad Pilbeam. Yep, here we are. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio, where we're going to hijack this episode. We're not going to talk about beer for the next two hours. We're going to talk about all things Texas and HVAC. No, all your air conditioning we will. All your air conditioning needs, and we'll sprinkle in some Texas fun facts. You know why we don't have an air conditioning sponsor right now? Because they have all the work they can get. The hair is way too much work going on. It's hot out there. It is really Good thing hot out there. Good thing there's cold beer. Welcome to What's on Tap Radio. Like James said, uh, that guy right there on mic number one who brought you into these two hours of beer for your ear, beer guru James Simpson, and I am from the Beer Logic World Headquarters and Drinking Emporium. Allegan, Michigan, Beer Logic Guy, Chad Pilding. And I'm here in the Yellow Rose of Texas, Studio S, on the west side of town, where it's been very hot, and it hasn't rained in like two months. I need rain bad. but uh, See, we get lots of that. We've got lakes, we've got rivers, we've got lots of rain, and oh yeah, that means we have mosquitoes and humidity. Yeah. But you know what I do, and also need a beer. But before we get underway, do some housekeeping. I got, I'm got i excited about this week's episode. We've got a lot of fun things on tap. I know you say that every week, James. I know, but we're going to deliver it this week, all right? <laughs> yeah, last week we were like, hey, yeah, I don't know if we're going to deliver or not. The week before that, yeah, maybe we can give it a shot. This week, yeah, it's going to be a shutout. It's going to be so. a shutout. But uh, before we get underway, let's thank our, our wonderful partners in crime, our sponsors, our advertisers. Let's go out and support them because uh, without them, we wouldn't be here. So we're very grateful for them. That being Tantric Brewing, No Label Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Ringnalton Haken Insurance Group, The Backyard Grill, and sponsoring our podcast, Cask Branding. Woo-hoo. Please go out and support them. But it's been oh, quite the, the merch week. game is way up right now. Oh, is it ever? We'll get into that later. We on. will. But uh, yeah, we got some merch dropping, and we'll tell you how you can get your hands on some. But, uh, yeah, it's time for a beer, our first segment, which is brought to you by this week, The Backyard Grill. I'm bringing a beer. Oh, I got a surprise for you. Okay. James, I got to interrupt you. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize this, but, um, yeah, the uh, uh, brought to the table this week. 
I'm going to go ahead and say it. Brought to you by No Label Brewing Company because I have a No Label beer. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, see, I like that. See, Chad and I never discussed before the show starts what beers we're bringing to the table. And he assumed I would not have a No Label beer. You know, I... And I have a tantric beer late for later in the show. I apologize for the assumptions. You were correct well, on that. But uh, if you want to start things off this week by kicking it off with your No Label beer, I'll be more than happy to let you do so. And here it is, James. Oh, it's a No Label <laughs> can. It is lit. It is literally a no label a no beer. labeled beer. I was in my beer fridge and I found this no label brewing company, uh, Katie, Texas. Is this the can? Nope, this isn't it. Um, in fact, I don't know what this is. It is a beer that I just found in my beer fridge, and so um, could so, be chili, could be a stout. Okay, I don't know. Wait, We're gonna find. Are we out. Con- are we confirmed? It's a no label beer. No, it's not a no label beer. I have it's no label because there's no label on the oh, can. See, it's, a, it's a beer oh, pun. I'm picking at what you're putting down. Okay, I'm there on, I'm on a little bit see, of a delay here, Chad. Okay, there it is. Got see, you. it's a pun. See, it's a Got joke. You. I know. So I was, okay. that's why I held the can up for you. See, it's there's no label. It's a silver can. I with didn't no know if you had like a a test batch beer and they just then printed labels for it so they're like hey we'll ship out a couple of test batch beers because breweries do do that you know, oh they'll, yeah they'll ship us a few test batch beers you know so we can give them feedback and i don't know if that's what they did in this case but okay what well, do you I got could, there, chad it, first well, of all uh, i got a glass that my daughter obviously washed yep there we go hashtag dgm dirty glass mafia um, obviously she didn't do a good job cleaning that glass because he's got bubbles all over it Yep, that's filthy. All right, so, but, um, uh, oh, wow, it's got a, a tropical fruit note. Um, and, again, this could have been something I picked up at the Right Deck Beers Fest. This could have been something I picked up from oh, Tantric. No, that's know, just a little mango going. that was stuck on the side of the glass from the last time you uh, drank That's what it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's a, a bright, a refreshing beer on a hot day that you need in a little it's very fruity, a uh, fruit forward. And I believe that's not coming from any fruit additive. I believe that's the citra hops. Uh, again, I, I could be making, a, you know, I can say whatever I want. I can tell you it's a stout. It's a radio show. <laughs> Nobody knows. We don't lie I'm to our audience. Right. We don't lie. We have been fact checked by Snopes and they have come back and said, yeah, these guys don't lie. Little bit of residual body and sweetness to it. Um, it's got a little. It, it's not real. It's not real thin. Um, but it's bright and refreshing. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I don't know about the ABV. So I'm gonna guess here. I'm gonna go with a 6.8 percent American uh, Citra hopped tropical IPA from. Brewing company. <laughs> I love that. Located I love from brewing company. Man. They make great located beers. in. Man, <laughs> done. And they're that's located, what I brought to the table. I have no idea what it is in the but United I States. Think, I want to thank No Label Brewing Company for sponsoring this segment because if I can't get No Label beer from Katy, Texas, by golly, I'm going to try and find a beer with no label on it. Tom Painter's just shaking his head over there at No Label Brewing Company. But uh, all right, since, he's like, "Did uh, we send that check? Cancel it." <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. So, some studio upgrades I need to do. Chad needs to get a better AC in his studio. But uh, yeah, we got to work on that. All right, uh, we are not talking about HVAC this week, and uh, no, we're not talking about uh, Texas. Fun facts, but what we are going to be talking about is the next beer I'm bringing to the table, which uh, a little foreshadowing with that song I played in the, coming into the show, The Yellow Rose of Texas. Any ideas? Uh, yeah, I know what you brought. Yep. And you, and you have to shotgun it. <laughs> Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose. Woo! Smash, Smash IPA. IPA. Hang on. Quiet on set. Yep. And a can. Oh, my gosh. I just cracked that right under my nose. Ooh. 
That is all tropical. It is smashed, single malt, single hop. And uh, we are unfortunately, it ran out of time on this segment for me to get into the specs of the beer. But uh, I will let that sit for a second after we take our break and come back. I'll describe it. But on tap this week, Chad, fun stuff in store. We are going to talk about alcoholic monkeys. <laughs> the best day to go to happy hour. We're going to talk about recovering from surgery. I know, I know. Hang with us on it. We'll, we'll tie it all together. Uh, we're talking about Tesla suing over Tesla beer. There's some sports news. We've got the Great American Beer Festival we're going to get into. Uh, Coors has pulled a bunch of beer. And uh, beers that have a bad reputation but people secretly like. You know, they, they get a six-pack of it and they close their curtains and they enjoy it. We're going to talk about those beers. So that's just a little teaser of what we got on tap. Don't worry, we got a lot more on tap. But coming up, we're going to talk about the official What's on Tap Radio Fun Facts of the Week, and we are going to dive in and what's going on in the beer world. This is What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us. More HVAC and Texas Fun Facts to drop. We'll be right back. Shut up. No way. (laughs) This is What's on Tap Radio. All right, welcome back. What's on tap radio? Is everybody comfortable? Hot out there. These heat waves. Having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. Speaking of tropical, first segment of the show brought to the table. James brings a beer, I bring a beer. I brought a no-label beer, but not no-label brewing company. It's just a silver can with no label on it that I found in my fridge. And it's a tropical IPA of some sort. Uh, 6.75%. I, I, had, I had a chance to t- taste it again. I came down 0.5. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's from uh, Washington Brewing Company. I located Washington. Chad, you need to do a better job of when you get handed beers of labeling them or writing. I it know down it's so something. bad. So I know, well, but I wanted to try it and see if I could figure out what style it is. And one it's blind beer, a Chad's one blind beer. It's probably a, like a Kolsch, like a, uh, a hoppy Kolsch. Chad's labeling it's really as an IPA. Smooth and it's got some residual sweetness to it. But um, you have no idea where you picked has- it up from. I, I don't. I, I either got I, somebody gave it to me. It may have been well, obviously you didn't the- buy it from a store. No, I may have given been given this from uh, Tantric Brewing Company because it's a local brewery here that sponsors this show. I could have been uh, from the Aligan Beer Barbecue and Blues Fest that one of the brewers just said, "Here, take this," or it could have been from the Right Deck Beers Fest that I went to. <laughs> one of the I, I don't know, but in fact, I could have been one of the any number of breweries that I visited. I, maybe I got this one from actually this one might be from Triple Root Brewery. No, did, yeah, it could be from Triple Root Brewery in Zealand, Michigan. I don't know. All right, well, you know what I do know is the beer that I brought to the table. <laughs> it's a beer we know well. The Yellow Rose Smash IPA. Smash meaning single malt, single hop. That's correct. It uses one single malt and one single hop. The hops being the mosaic hop, which give it that tropical fruit um, aromas and taste. And it's what's the ABV on this? 6.8% alcohol by volume. And they just released them in cans. They used to be in how many ounce bottles, Chad? They were they came they in were, four, four pack of what was it? Those were six, those were five hundred milliliter or sixteen point nine ounces. Yeah, we're not sure about math, but I knew that one because it's beer math. But they haven't really come out publicly and said this. I'm talking about the the brewery Lone Pine out in Magnolia, Texas. That the reason why they switched it from bottles to cans is because let's 
Let's be honest. It's for shotgunning purposes. Uh, James, uh, just across my desk right here, got a press release from Magnolia, Texas, uh, Lone Pine Brewing Company. Uh, we, uh, we're announcing the change of the 16.9-ounce 500-milliliter bottles of Yellow Rose to cans to allow beer-drinking enthusiasts all over the state of Texas to be able to shotgun our beers. There you go. So it's on a press release. Uh, so See, if it's on the Internet, it has to be true. And I have a <laughs> feeling, I mean, I usually run into Blake and Heather. They are from... Um, they, they know us. The Niederhoffers over at Lone Pint. I usually run into them at the Texas Craft Brewers Guild Beer Summit. The safety summit, which is coming up later in July in San Antonio, and hopefully I'll run into them. And I will, I will sit them down and point my finger in their face and tell me now, Niederhoffers, why'd y'all switch it from bottles to cans? And then, and then Trevor will stand over there and say, "Don't you dare say it's for shotgunning." <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's responsible like that. I like him. I don't think because I, we all know why um, St. Arnold Brewing Company put out summer pills in cans. We oh, all we saw that why. video. We all know why. Brock Wagner, yeah. owner of St. Arnold Brewing Company, encouraging us not to shotgun their summer pills with a and video. And how did he encourage us not to do it? By shotgunning a by shotgunning summer a pills. <laughs> but that's brought to the table, uh, sponsored by Nolio Brewing Company. I brought the Yellow Rose, where it's okay to drink alone. Chad, and <laughs> let's do something. Now, the yep. official What's on Tap Radio Fun Fact of the Week, brought to you by Who's Ever Check Cleared This Week. It says it right there on the can. It's okay to, br- to drink alone. It says it right there on top <laughs> of the can. I love it. I love it. That's great. Well, just a reminder, when you're listening to What's on Tap Radio and you're drinking a beer, you're not drinking alone because we're there with you. Damn right. That's Anytime. Right. That's your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. No, Anytime you come home, late shift, maybe you're a third shifter. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're like, I just want a beer, but man, I don't want to feel like an alcoholic because I'm, it's 2.30 in the morning. and I drink it alone. I drink yeah. alone. Just turn the show on. We're right there with you. <laughs> Download the podcast brought to you by Cast Branding. All you. right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to learn something here. And uh, it's a little bit of a public service announcement about society. It's, it's actually more of a, an indictment, if you will, against society because, ladies and gentlemen, and I say ladies and gentlemen, the gentlemen have a distinct advantage in one particular area that bothers me, and this is the subject of this week's official What's on Tap Radio fun fact. The fact that there we is can... a tremendous amount of pressure on women to look a certain way. Oh, I was about to say, we can pee standing up. <laughs> I was not going there, okay. no. But women, uh, the pressure's on them to look a certain way. Uh, the pressure's there. And uh, frankly, I think it's sexist and unfair. And I mean that sincerely. I don't believe that the pressures that we put on women to look a certain way exist for men. And therefore, I think it's unfair. It's unjust. It's unnecessary. Um, But, you know, I mean, if you think about it, just, I mean, look, all you got to do, the evidence is all around us. Swimsuits today for ladies are getting skimpier and skimpier and smaller and smaller, revealing more and more. Whereas <clears> guys, have we you just seen my, put on a pair of shorts. Have you seen my new Speedo? Leopard prints? Extra small? Let's just Here's the thing, James. Even if you were to wear the Speedo... Looking the way you do, James, nobody's going to judge you the way women get judged okay, for looking the way they look. Plus, dad bods are in. Well, 
Yeah, you're scooping the fun fact, but that's all right. <laughs> that's okay, James. You're hey, getting there. It, yeah, it makes yeah. me feel better by looking in the mirror. Yeah, well, th- that's the thing, though. We have, we have actually, this is the advantage we men have, though. But James just hit the nail right on the head. And that is, do you hear women going around? Yeah, I got a mom bod. No, no, that does not work. <laughs> although, mom guys, jeans, although mom jeans are in these days. I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, well, okay. mom jeans are, but that, that, those are J-E-A-N-S, not G-E-N-E-S. And when we, whenever we men have our quote-unquote dad bod going on, or also known as our beer belly or whatever else we've got, right? We can just say it, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. That guy doesn't even have kids. Yeah, but my, I know somebody with kids, dad bod. And they're like, oh, yeah, that works. I got a nephew. <laughs> I mean, we make up all the excuses that we want. We, when was the last time I tucked in a shirt? A funeral, all right? And then I wore a jacket over it, okay? It, we, but we do it because we can get away with it. And ladies, it's like, there's all this pressure to wear more revealing and, and constricting things. Well, I'm here to give you your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week to let you know that this is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on since the 1930s. Now, if you are a man or a woman and you're in great shape, somebody might look at you and say, you know what? You've got six-pack abs. But if you're out of shape, oh, no. Nobody's going to look at a woman and say, nice beer belly. Nah, that ain't happening. They're going to judge you silently, and then they're going to go ahead and talk about you. And then men with their beer belly, they're going to look at you and like, nice beer belly. And they're like, no, 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 no. I got a gland issue or something like that, you know, or whatever. And it's a dad bod. Remember? Yeah, da- oh, that's right. Yeah, I know people. Yeah, dad bods all over the place. However, in, ni- in the 1930s, when taverns started reopening after Prohibition, people began drinking a whole lot more. And in Wisconsin, home of the brewing capital of the United States at the time, out-of-shape men who drank too much beer, they didn't have a beer belly. Oh, no. Nope. They had what was known as the Milwaukee Goiter. Your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week is that in the 1930s, the slang term given to a beer belly on men was called the Milwaukee Goiter. Does he have a drinking problem? No, he's got a medical condition. It's not his fault. Leave him alone. All right, there it is. Also, your bonus fun fact of the week People who drink more than occasionally have a reduced chance of developing a goiter, all except for the Milwaukee one, of course. And science has confirmed that the more beer you drink, the less likely you are to develop a goiter. Sure, you might have cirrhosis of the liver, but you won't have a goiter. That's your official What's on Tap Radio fun fact of the week. You know, I saw this guy the other day. He was wearing a backwards hat at a swim meet, and I was like, man, that guy's a beer drinker. I could just tell by his physique. And then sure enough, he turned around, he had a dogfish head hat on. <laughs> <laughs> but you never say that about a woman. You no, just sit there like, yeah, that. she needs to work out. And I'm like, no. No, I've never looked we at a woman need to like, work oh, out. She's a, she's a beer drinker. No, I don't, well, no. I don't know. So good, good fun fact, Chad. All right, we got to take a break. Coming up, we still got to talk about recovering from surgery. Hang with us. We're going to tie it all together, all right? We got some sports news, a warning about the WhatsApp, and, uh, oh, drunk monkeys. Got to get into drunk monkeys. All this is so much more. Hang with us. What's on Tap Radio? We'll be right back. Craft beer. It's not alcoholism. It's a hobby. This is What's on Tap Radio.
All right, welcome to the time of year where people jump on the Nextdoor app or their neighborhood Facebook page and complain about how their electric bill has jumped over 100% in the, in the last month. Every year. Every year they do that. I cannot believe my monthly bill is $100 higher than it was last month. Really? Have you noticed it's 100 degrees hotter than it was last month? Maybe not 100. Fun fact. 10 Fun degrees, fact here that degrees. we don't talk about enough, James. We don't really do weather reports here on What's on Tap Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, but uh, this past week, the temperature in Detroit, Michigan was hotter than it was in Houston, Texas. Is that and right? I was blown. I was like, what is going on? Like, what is Canada doing to ruin the planet, to make Detroit, Michigan? Wait, yeah, it's Canada. Have you ever been there? It's like the cleanest country in the world. There's a heat wave going on in the Midwest. And uh, we're all over social media. What's on Tap Radio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok. There's all these videos circulating on TikTok of people just complaining. A lot of people in Minnesota complaining. It's like in the hundreds in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And that's Iowa. Dude, Mikey G, Radio Keokuk, he's just like, man, get me out of here. He looked like the Terminator guy holding onto the fence. The fence, right. It's a great meme. I just tried tried to go outside to get some fresh air. But, I mean, it it gets hot in the summer. That's what normally happens. And then people just go to their social media and they're like, why is my electric bill $100 more than it was last month? I don't get it. James Simpson, I'm sorry, we're breaking away here. I'm well, sorry. I told you the show's about HVAC. I told you the show's about HVAC. No, we're not doing HVAC here, but you just <laughs> sounded like uh, the <laughs> the movie Old School when Blue dies. So, sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but Blue dies. And they're at the funeral, <laughs> and Vince Vaughn looks over. He's like, dude, don't be. Don't worry about it. Blue is old. Old people die. <laughs> That's what they do. And James is like... It's, it's summer. It's hot outside. Well, You're going to get hot. That's, that's what, what it does. That's normally what people do when they respond. They're like, um, have you checked the calendar? It's, uh, it's summer. <laughs> that's the cool summer. thing is, is beer consumption goes up. And we're going to be talking about that. We talked about beer consumption and goiters with the last segment with your fun fact. We're going to be talking about beer consumption and how it affects all kinds of other things here with uh, what's going on in the world. We're going to be talking about drinking water. We're going to be talking about drunk monkeys. I mean, there's all kinds of things here. We're going to tie this up. And even surgery. Oh, yeah. But, James, yeah. So there's speaking, some beer you don't want to drink. Well, speaking of social media, this was all over TikTok, and I was seeing videos, videos after yeah. videos, and I even sent a video to Chad. I'm like, have you seen this? Apparently, a bunch of Coors Light has just been pulled from shelves in the Midwest after people were getting cans of... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Slime instead. That's the word people are using to describe it. Slime. And a few different videos are making their rounds on TikTok. And I'm saying a few different videos, a lot of videos. And so when they pour it out, it's like syrup. And some people compared it to like a snotty drool. It's like, right. It's more like snot. It's like goo because whenever they push, when they're pouring it out of the can, they take their finger and kind of put it into the stream. The goo changes path. It's not like it just gets slimy over their finger. It just. It's almost like you're pushing it, and it, 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 it's yeah. like it's just gross. It is pretty gross, and so uh, it's been happening in not only in Coors Light but also Keystone, Keystone Light. So they're actually pulling cases of that uh, as well. But uh, uh, those are both brewed by the same brewery. For right. those who aren't familiar with so it, so Miller Coors put out a statement that said that they're aware of quote quality issue, mm. and uh, they're not using the word uh, recall because there's aren't claims of any health risk. But they said that the slimy beer in question came from the same bottling plant in Trenton, Ohio, near Cincinnati. So only stores around that area are affected. And anyone, if anyone gets a bad batch, they can return it for a full refund. And it's not clear why it happened or what are those unfortunate people who have taken sips by mistake if they've gotten sick or anything. But why would you think this is the case? I mean, we know the process of beer brewing. Why, what would give you that sl- uh, slimy, drooly sloth? So, all right. So here, I, I Chad has a theory on this. I'm speaking okay. of myself in third person here. Chad has a theory. Well, that's when you know uh, you're be, official. Yeah. Well, check this out. Okay. Big breweries like that, they save beers year after year after year. They freeze them, and then they unthaw them slowly, and then they taste them to make sure that the beer tastes the same year after year after year. And this is a process. Frankly, I know somebody who used to be a brewer at an Anheuser-Busch plant, Brewer was his title, but he told me, he says, Chad, it's really a bunch of computers. The computers do a lot of the work. They have this down to a science. They treat the water and everything's just, it's a process. There's no way that there's an inconsistency like that. Therefore, my theory on this is one of two, either sabotage by an employee Mm. and they just wanted, they were mad because they didn't get a pay raise or something, or they wanted a vacation. They put in a vacation request and got denied. So sabotage by an employee. Stop. This is just a theory. This is a theory. This theory. Yeah, this yeah. is a theory. Just and I it's just right exactly. Or the other the other is Russian hackers. Oh! They hacked in because because it is such a computer automated process. They hacked into the brewery in near Cincinnati, Ohio and affected Keystone and Coors Light. Either that or they were experimenting with a new slushy beer and they put it in the wrong can. Oh. That's one of those three things. Yeah, see that's oh. another okay. option. Could be Putin. Could be someone who sabotaged <laughs> it, or a new brew coming out from Miller Coors to be uh, coming out in the f- near future. We'll see. That's right. Putin looked up and he's like, "Okay, what brewery has a Ukrainian flag out in front of it?" Ah, uh, Cincinnati Miller Coors. Your next click. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, we're talking about uh, Coors. <laughs> Pulled a bunch of beer after people were getting cans of slime instead. And like I said, yeah, they were just pouring it, and it was just like dripping. It was gross. Nasty. It was sloth out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty gross stuff. But, yeah, apparently nobody's gotten sick from it. Well, that we, that we know of That we know of. That we know of. 
But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to Backer Brewery down in uh, in Brazil about that. How many years went by before they saw that lawsuit? Anyway, um, speaking of bad beer, contaminated beer and things of that nature, one of the things that uh, the entire planet has to be aware of right now, you can be it doesn't matter whether you agree with climate change or not. It's or, hot outside. Doesn't matter. It's hot outside. And there's also um, as the population goes up, uh, we are seeing a strain on our water supply. And the secret to clean drinking water could be, in fact, beer. Oh, Okay, San Arnold. I know. Okay, San Arnold. I know, exactly. Right. Well, the, a lot of that goes back to that. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, yeah, we've done this before, okay? <laughs> back whenever wastewater wasn't necessarily separated very well from our drinking water, and, well, we, people were encouraged to drink beer and other alcoholic beverages because it was more nutritious and safer. Well, um, we've solved those contamination problems, but the one thing we haven't been able to do is get the lead out. Oh, get the, we need to move faster? No, no, not (laughs) that. No, get the lead out of the water supply. So we can treat our water supply with chemicals and water sewage treatments, but the the amount of lead in the water supply is actually going up. And according to science, they are saying beer could be the solution. But uh, before you get too excited, James... It's not like the old solution where they said, well, if there's lead in the water, just drink beer instead. It's not like that. You're not going to be day drinking to avoid lead poisoning. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, But just to kind of give you a few fun facts here, it's estimated that up to 12,000 miles of the U.S. waterways are infected by heavy metals. And no, I'm not talking about Metallica. I'm talking about things like lead. No Pantera. No, no, there's no Pantera in the water. (laughs) It's just lead. And according to researchers, even a small amount of this lead can result in significant health problems, particularly to children. And scientists at MIT have noted that conventional water treatment processes are not effectively eliminating lead from the water supply. Don't believe me? Go visit Flint, Michigan. Um, (laughs) I added that in, by the way. As a result, MIT scientists are proposing something called biosorption, which involves an inactive material such as spent and used yeast from brewing to be a sorbent and remove the pollutants. So when beer yeast is spent and no longer viable and you can't use it for brewing anymore, they just discard it. Well, a single gram of inactive yeast cells can remove as much as 12 milligrams of lead in water. Well, that sounds really cool, Chad, but what does that really mean? Can you actually translate that fun fact math into something I can actually appreciate? Yes, I can. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah, well, we Boston, know our audience. <laughs> that's right. I got it. Yeah, they're so quick on the questions, and, and we're so quick to turn it around. Boston uses 200 million gallons of water a day, and the Boston Beer Company produces enough inactive yeast in one year to cleanse Boston's entire water supply for the year three times that's one brewery able to do that three times for one of the largest cities in the united states so the study did look at water treated with trace amounts of lead and the results were very promising now the test will move forward with higher concentration of lead in it but as of right now science is winning so give score one for science not all heroes wear capes. MIT scientists, you're doing good thing. Finding a better use for spent yeast, taking lead out of our drinking water. And by the way, Flint, Michigan applauds you. Didn't we I, talk to, I, I added the Flint. Didn't part. we talk to a brewery that was actually brewing beer with 
water from Flint, Michigan. They had some reverse osmosis system, and they were brewing beer with it. Didn't we talk to a brewery last year about that? Yeah, and it didn't sell. It sat on the shelf. No, I made that part up, too. I don't know. I don't remember that, but yeah, maybe. And that and toilet uh, water. So, all right. Well, all right. Speaking of studies, uh, we're gonna coming up. We're gonna be talking about a study about recovering from surgery. I know you're gonna think about it. what the hell does that have to do with anything? Don't worry, stay with us. We'll tie it all together. We'll be right back. This is what's on tap radio. All right, getting the let out here. What's on tap radio? Oh, yeah, we're getting a let out. Talking about studies. Welcome back. Wouldn't What's that, on tap radio? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Seriously, it's just if, if, if all of a sudden President Joe Biden gets up and gives a press conference and he says, today we've entered into an agreement with the over 9,000 breweries across the United States to dump the used and spent yeast from all of their brew into the sewer. And now that we no longer need to be worried about safe drinking water and contaminated lead poisoning. That would be amazing. And, and like everybody would celebrate by going out and Probably so, getting a seltzer somebody because be, that's way more popular than beer right now. Somebody would protest. <laughs> but whatever. Somebody would protest, though. Did I ever tell yeah, you yes. back in the day when I used to work at a homebrew shop uh, many years ago, BNS Brewers Guild, I worked out there in Seabrook. And uh, we used to work with this guy. Oh, man, what was the name? Jose. And we worked with another guy, and I, I can't remember his name. But he was going to pay Jose... I think it was like a hundred bucks to drink a test tube of White Labs. Oh, yeast. That's gross. Yeah, he was like, "I'll give you a hundred dollars if you just drink the yeast." Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Now, now for people who aren't familiar with this, because if you've never brewed beer before and seen White Labs, you've never seen White Labs. Well, just just white, or, or rather, um, uh, raw ingredients. White Labs yeast is a it's a vial of of liquid yeast that probably holds what about. Maybe three ounces. Yeah, probably. It's a little test yeah, tube. About, yeah, it's, it's a test tube, but three ounces. Just so, just think of like three shots of, of your favorite or your, your, you know, three shots of whiskey. It's about that much. And it's just straight yeast. Straight it's yeast. just a slurry of, oh my gosh. He didn't do it. Jose didn't do it. He was smart enough not to do it. But uh, Well, thank you. you. When yeah. you're talking about that I mean, story of use, use, for yeast, I was like, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Man, good thing you do it. You know what? Uh, somebody, though, probably offered $100 for somebody to drink one of those Coors Light or uh, Keystone Lights that are all sl- slimy, and somebody probably did it. The, here's the thing, though. I, You know what? We've got all the videos of people putting their finger in the slime and mm-hmm. showing all. Trying to pick not it up one, off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Not one video of anybody drinking it, though. No. And you think if somebody were to drink that, they would definitely have a video of it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I, so and, and I, maybe I, I don't claim to have seen every video. I've seen a lot of them, but I haven't seen all of them. But yeah, I have not seen one where they're actually drinking it. Right. So maybe there is some hope for humanity. They say TikTok is actually the proof that humanity has a time clock and it's running out fast. <laughs> but <laughs> if they're not drinking the slurry, eh, maybe there's a delay. Maybe we had a snooze on that clock and we got a little more time. Maybe if you've seen one, send it our way. What's on tap radio at gmail.com. But uh, have you ever imagined yourself 
waking up from a surgery and your doctor prescribing you heavy drinking. That would be awesome. Well, you'd probably uh, think no. you'd probably think that they're drunk. In fact, maybe actually, not. James, I I used to be able to give blood, and when I give blood, they say, "Yeah, don't drink beer." And I'm like, "Are you sure? Because it will be a lot cooler if I did." <laughs> But a new study out of Germany found... I like it already. ...that people who drink, and I'm saying this in quotes, medium to potentially hazardous amounts of alcohol tend to do better before and after major surgery. If you're just tuning in, disclaimer, (laughs) this is not a study of What's on Tap Radio. This is a study in Germany... Oh my gosh. That says medium to potentially hazardous amounts of alcohol tend to be better before and after major surgeries. <laughs> so let's talk about the study. All the people in the study were over the age of 60. The ones who drink a lot had a better quality of life leading up to and immediately after their surgeries. They were more comfortable, had less pain, got back to their normal activities faster, and reported better overall health in general. The researchers aren't sure why, but they do have a theory. Even though the long-term effects of drinking are bad, it can have some good short-term effects. They included reduced stress, elevated mood, and tendency to be more social. So drinkers recover from surgery better than non-drinkers, according to a study out of Germany. Yeah, this just in. The same research study was done by uh, the same people who said that moderate to heavy beer drinking will lessen your chance of getting a goiter. Oh. <laughs> I just made that up. Okay, like I said, don't worry. We, re- we really need to start running the disclaimer a lot more often than we do. I'm just saying the researchers aren't sure why, but they do have a theory. All right, I'm just putting that out there. This is not the study of researchers at What's on Tap Radio, although we do have our own <laughs> research team. <laughs> we do. The research team at What's on Tap Radio. <laughs> oh. Hey, Google, Alexa. <laughs> I mean, Siri, maybe AI is a, a, a big help, but uh, yeah. But this doesn't mean for all you, like, oh, well, I got this major um, open heart surgery coming up in the next few weeks. <laughs> Start drinking heavily. Yeah. I got open heart surgery. Uh, hey, I'm just I saying, know. I'm, I had a stroke. They're gonna go and put a stint in. Somebody bring me a case of beer. Yeah, I'm getting a bone, oh. bone marrow transplant. So uh, let me go ahead and uh, down hazardous amounts of alcohol. I know. Well, hey, you know what we need to do on this show? We need to balance out all the heavy drinking assumptions from all these studies with abstinence and reducing the alcohol that we intake. Because as we, as you've talked about so many times, non-alcoholic beer has just been blowing up. Like it's just, oh, it's God, getting yeah. way more and more popular. Right. Right. And, and, and you know, I don't know. You see people talk, post about it, and some people make fun of them. It's like, what's the point? You just like to pee a lot and all that. Well, you know, some people just do it for a healthy lifestyle. Well, uh, other people, frankly, are addicted to it and drink too much and can't seem to reduce their alcoholic consumption. And uh, scientists have been trying to find uh, willing participants to say, hey, you want to reduce your alcoholic consumption? Come and do this study. And they're like, heck no, man. I'm not doing that. That sounds, that sounds like it's going to suck. Fortunately, scientists have been able to find alcoholic monkeys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I heard they're a problem in some parts I of the world. I love this story. They are a problem. You know that You know that little bastard in that movie, Night at the Museum, who goes around the uh-huh. monkey, <laughs> stealing all the keys and everything? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that's what's known as a vervet monkey, and they're located in Africa. And guess what? In Africa, they get, they get so bold. They've this, they've developed a taste for beer. They like it. They actually show up at beer bars and at breweries, and they will they will heckle and they will harass patrons until they walk away from their beer, and then they will go and steal their beers. Speaking of videos on social media, there are lots of them of people sitting at patios, and maybe they're in Africa. I'm not sure what parts of the world they are, but yeah, these see those little monkeys jump up and still yep. packs of cigarettes or they'll still, oh, or they they'll do. Still beer. Oh, they got all kinds of vices, man. They'll take your condoms. They'll take everything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. Stealing women's cigarettes, purses. weed. They take it all. They do. But anyway, scientists now, they say that they have, they've, they've done enough studies on these vervet monkeys and they figured out how to reduce their amount of boozing by 50%. And they think this might be the key to unlocking how we can reduce consumption in humans. The new research has uncovered this analog hormone provided by our liver. That's right. This this is the science portion. Our liver gives us this analog hormone called the fibroblast growth factor 21, also known as FGF 21. You're not going to remember that. Nobody writes down the facts from this show and fact checks me. Yeah, actually they do. Yeah, they do. Anyway. uh, I know they do. I've seen the transcripts. Yeah, they, we have actually somebody pulled out transcripts one time and threw it on a bar. No joke. Um, <laughs> true story. Anyway, the scientists say that it suppressed the drinking in vervet monkeys and mice. So the next obvious step for the scientists uh, at the University of Iowa and the University of Copenhagen, who have developed a new way to therapeutically target the uh, neural pathway. <laughs> Basically, we need to start trying this crap in people. All right, so listen, if you drink too much, just know this. You don't have to be one of those guinea pigs. In fact, you don't have to be a guinea pig to be a guinea pig. You just got to be a drunken vervet monkey. And no, science has gone ahead and isolated an analog hormone produced by the liver, which they have been able to suppress and may cut your drinking intake by as much as 50%. And watch your beer if you ever go out of these uh, third world countries and you're sitting on a patio. Some monkey comes see, comes stealing from you. You see a vervet monkey, man. You better you better pull your beer All in. Right, we gotta or take chug. a break. Coming up next hour, we got hold my beer and watch this, and we're gonna talk about um, what else have we got? Uh, oh, warning! Uh, the WhatsApp app. We'll discuss. This is what's on tap radio. All right, hour number two, What's on Tab Radio starts right now. Right this second. We got a lot on tap this hour. We had a lot of stuff discussed last hour. If you missed an ounce of it, shame, shame, shame. But that's okay. Podcast will be posted shortly. Anywhere podcasts are found. Brought to you by Cask Branding. A lot of studies. Drunk monkeys. You know, just the normal stuff we get into every week on What's on Tap Radio. <laughs> yeah, occasion- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, occasional weather report because we like to bore you. And uh, beer updates as far as what's going on in the world of beer. Uh, we talked a little bit about contaminated beer and how beer may save our uh, drinking water Yeast. problem. Speak- yes, but speaking, James, I've got a drinking problem. Are you one of those drunk monkeys? I am not a drunk monkey, and I'm not looking to reduce my consumption because I don't have a problem. Actually, I do have a problem. I have an empty glass, and yeah, uh, I'm getting there too. I got a little bit left of my Smash IPA from Lone Pint Brewing Company, the Yellow Rose, now available in cans. 
great beer. It's one of the most popular Ooh. beers in the state of Texas. It's always on that. Irony. It's always on that list. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Coincidence, Yellow Rose used to be in the 16.9-ounce, 500-milliliter bottle, and I have in my hand... A 16.9 ounce, 500 milliliter bottle. And this happens to be from the Zywick Brewing Company in Poland. Poland? How'd and you get I, that beer? Well, I went to the store and I saw it on the shelf. Oh. Picked it up and then I paid for it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's how I got it. Well, Chaz, um, you know. <laughs> it wasn't a very exciting. St- Actually, I was over in Chicago and I went to a place uh, called Binnie's. Hey, Benny's, you want a sponsor brought to the table? I, I'll drive over every week to Chicago to buy. No, I won't do that. But uh, this is from the Zywick School of Brewing, the Baltic Porter. Now, this is a style we don't have on the show Mm-mm. very often. It's not a style that gets a lot of love, it especially doesn't. in our part of the country. No. We're, we're on broadcasting. No. And there's not a lot of breweries that put out Baltic Porters. There are some, but not a lot. Right. Now, for those who are looking to know what exactly a Baltic Porter is, because you may be familiar with a porter, well, it, it is a lager beer as opposed to an ale, so it's going to be a little bit lighter in body and a little bit cleaner and a little bit more crisp. But uh, that makes the roast really stand out. The roasted barley on that really just stand out in the dark malts and also has an elevated alcoholic content. This one coming in at 9.5%. Oof, well, the Zywick Baltic Porter. So that's what I've got. So Baltic Porter's higher in ABV, a little bit lighter in body, but a, a very nice roast and they are lagered, so they have a nice, cleaner finish. Paired nice with this type of weather. 100-degree well, temperatures, great Baltic porter to cool you off. No? Every season is stout season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, let's do it. Hold my beer and watch this. Brought to you by the Ringnalda Tenhaken Insurance Group, where they'll insure you for just about everything, except this. All right, so this was sent to us. From a listener, what's on tap radio at gmail.com. And this one is a very odd one. First of all, we don't have a name for a suspect in this story, but it's running on empties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's running on empties. Oh, man. I love Bob Seeger. I do too. That's uh, at Chad Pillbeam, Pill uh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of him. But this is a hoarding at a whole new level. Did you ever watch videos of hoarding, hoarding videos? Oh so my. my wife says that I, I'm a hoarder because I, I have piles and piles of beer cans and beer bottles. And so but, she's declared me a hoarder. And I say that is not hoarding. That's collecting. It depends on how you have it organized. Now, do you have them in the in your car just stacked to the roof? Well, who would do that? that that's just that, that one that's guy just in Canada. That's who. <laughs> so there are many obvious reasons to avoid storing empty beer cans in one personal vehicle. 
The smell. <laughs> I can think of one big one. The bugs. The inevitable clatter of noise when every time you turn. Or but the obvious, being suspected of having an open container and yep, getting the, sighted. The most obvious, the risk of having the cops pull you over and noticing something in the back seats. Yes, like Chad just alluded to. <laughs> especially, especially, my wife says I say with an X. Especially when you're driving with a suspended license. Of course, a person has so many empties in the backseat of their car that can be stopped, literally prevents them from using the rear view mirror. An even more obvious reason emerges. It's freaking dangerous. So Ontario Provincial Police issued a warning to this effect after stopping a driver at a ride check on Highway 400 north of Toronto. So recycling is good, but driving with insecure load is dangerous. That's what police tweeted. Police say that the driver was actually stopped in a town in Ontario during a ride check program. You know those roadside stings where officers explicitly look for signs of someone who's yeah. been drinking and hitting the road? Well, the yeah. signs were certainly there. Filled in the back of the Toyota's cab from floor nearly to the top of the roof. <laughs> full of beer cans. <laughs> Interesting twist of the story. The driver was not impaired. So they were charged, nonetheless, under the Ontario Highway Traffic Act for having what they're calling a, quote, insecure load. An unsecured load. Insecure <laughs> load. And for driving with a license under suspension. So the former charge carries a penalty of $130, while the latter comes from a minimum fine of $1,000 upon conviction. And if convicted, can face up to six months in jail. While the driver was allowed to leave the scene in their own vehicle, thanks to the presence of a licensed passenger who could take over the wheel, uh, police said that the load was, quote, secured prior to departure. I want to know what that means. Yeah, marinate on that one for a second. It's not clear how the load was, quote, secured, but might hope the cans were just removed. So your hold my beer and watch this is, uh, yeah, running on empties. Op stops a car full Two brim with beer cans. And like I said, we don't have a subject's name here. But the question is, the load was secured prior to departure. How? <laughs> Did they have a recycling I, I, can right next door where they got pulled over? Did they crunch the this, cans up? Did they pack it up with, with um, rope? I think, I think uh, was it, who, who was the lawyer in uh, the, the show Seinfeld? Was it J Jackie Treehorn? Yes. Something like that. Something yeah, like Jack that. Drew. They got to they get him on the phone because I think they can counter sue because in Canada, they have a huge fine for littering. And so this guy was just trying not to litter. Yeah. And I think you could, I think he was motivated to keep all those cans in there because he was afraid uh, of, of contaminating the environment and filling up landfills. So there's counter suit coming. Brought to you by Rinalda Tenhaken Insurance Group. Well, they're show you for just about anything except for this. We got to take a break. Coming up, we're going to talk about Tesla suing. We'll tell you why. It's What's on Tap Radio. We'll be right back. The more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. Drink more beer. You've got What's on Tap Radio. 
Hey, it's Chad Pilbeam, the Beer Logic Guy, here for What's on Tap Radio, and we are talking about our friends at The Backyard Grill. That's right, longtime supporters of What's on Tap Radio, and located at the corner of West and Jones Road off of Highway 290. You're out there hanging out in the northwest side, you gotta stop in. They have over 100 different beers to choose from, 48 beers on tap, and don't forget, you wanna sign up for the brew crew. Why? It's entirely free. And the brew crew? It's an actual group of people. Great people, great beer, great service. Hang out at The Backyard Grill. And when you're there, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter. Why do you want to sign up for the newsletter? That's also free, and they give you a free gift when you sign up for the first time. And that's how you find out about all the great beer events, beer dinners, and new beer releases. Find out more at TheBackyardGrill.com. That's TheBackyardGrill.com. Welcome back to What's on Tap Radio, where we want to remind you that if you are driving around with a uh, vehicle filled with beer cans, that is considered an unsecured load. And uh, whenever you have an accident or get pulled over or whatever, you get that ticket. Uh, Rinalda Tenhaken Insurance Group, they'll they'll insure you for just about everything, but not that. And... uh, we want you to be safe out there, and so if you wouldn't mind, please recycle, but maybe take it in stages. Maybe the guy was on his way to his recycling center. Possibly. We don't know. It didn't have a we, lot of details. We didn't even get the guy's name. No, it didn't have the name. Mm-mm. I know, but he had a suspended license. Maybe that's why we didn't get his name, because he didn't have a license. But we all know somebody. We all know somebody who drives around with empties in their car. Oh, I thought you were going to say on a suspended license. No, not I know somebody license. who drives on a suspended license, too. You may know somebody who does that as well, but we all know somebody, maybe a distant uncle or cousin or one of your old friends from college that drives around and has a, a collection of beer cans in the back of their truck or maybe in the bed of their truck, you know, in the floorboard of their truck, and you're just like, dude, you know, at any point you can get pulled over and, you know, this is an insecure load. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. I, 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 that's the one thing I never would have expected. Is like, yeah, you don't, because you know, of course, if you're traveling, you know, you can't have anything in the vehicle that could potentially become a hazard or a distraction. I mean, you know, and that also reminds me. I got to think about this. You know, as we talk about parenting, um, you know, with the dad bods earlier on, if you put your kid in the child seat, but you don't buckle them in. Is that endangerment of a child or just an unsecured load? Or because some, an unsecured load seems like a much less charge than endangering a child. I mean, that was kind of the norm back in the eighties. I mean, I remember yeah. riding in the front seat with no seatbelt on, or in the back of the. Oh, what are you talking about? Dude, when I was seven years old, we had a station wagon with the reverse seats. There were not only not only seat no seatbelts, but we would hang out the back, and I'd have an empty beer can in my hand. Are you talking about that's those, how those unsecure station, that load? Was. Those Ford station wagons with those back, <laughs> you would face each other. Have you yeah, seen the videos I, on TikTok where they break those those cars down? They're awesome. Yeah, that's how you know you're old when you used to go to <laughs> school in one of those things. 
All right. <laughs> well, listen, wagon. if you have video of that, this is a good time to go ahead and plug our social media. Go ahead and send us, if you want us to drink a certain beer, talk about something on the show, you want to go ahead and tell James what a rotten job he's doing or how great I am, uh, you can find James on social media at James in the radio. And I am Chad, the beer logic guy. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Grinder, Friendster, Napster, MySpace, definitely MySpace, Netscape. Do we have the what? <laughs> do we have the WhatsApp? Coming up, we got a uh, warning for the WhatsApp users. Yeah, we do. But uh, no, we're on Discord. We got all. We got all. We had to. That's we had to right. secure that name. We don't want people making fake social it, media name. Uh, what's on Tap Radio accounts? That's right. And if you follow us now, you are entered into a chance to win 100 free hours of AOL dial-up. Yeah. We'll send you a CD. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the CD for sure. <laughs> All right, James, what else is going on in the world beer? What do we want to talk about here? Because I, I've got this world record in staring me in the face. Yeah, I do want to talk about this, this record. And this is a record that um, you might scratch your head after hearing. Oh, I'm scratching my head. In fact, I'm officially calling BS on everything on this thing. Oh, yeah. I think I yeah. follow this guy on YouTube. I, I'm, I'm not, not happy. I'm not 100% sure, but this guy set out to break a Guinness record. Right. So, okay. So, I got the story right here. Here it is. All right. Get, I didn't know there was a world record for this, but there's apparently a Guinness Book of World Records of how many pubs, that's beer pubs, you know, where you go and drink, bars, essentially, that you visited in a 24-hour period. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, wow. Now, uh, James, just out of curiosity, do you have an idea the most breweries you visited in one day? Number of breweries. It's probably going to be five or six in a day, mm-hmm. uh, either when we were in Denver for yeah. Great American Beer Festival, which we got details on tickets coming up, or when I was in Michigan last summer, we, we hit up a lot of breweries. But we that, hit a bunch. Right? We were doing some research. Like, like if you're doing, if you're working, if you're working to try and hit a lot, five or six is is pushing it. The yeah. most I've ever done is eight, and because you're gonna go and you're gonna drink a pint, and you got to drive, and you got to be careful, right. and you got to you got to think about what you're doing, right? It's a, it's so a marathon. Book, it's a marathon. It is right, exactly. But at the same time, you're trying to hit as many as you can. All right, well, this guy here in 24 hour period visited 56 pubs. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot breaking the record right there. And in order to do this, okay, you got to have footage. You got to have people sign off on the guest book and everything else. It's well, also be you legit. have to have a town that has that many pubs. That is true. So he picked a very concentrated area of Wales, the Cardiff area, the capital of Wales, uh, and a 29-year-old IT worker by the name of Gareth Murphy. He does not know us, and he is not getting a no-label name drop because. While he did set the world record on February 5th, 2022, uh, Guinness recently announced all the details of the record, which had to be verified, and he drank at an incredible 56 different stops. I don't even know how the guy was standing, James. I have no idea. I mean, there's got to be video of him just coming out of the last bar, just Just staggering, staggering, wasted, falling down. Yeah, he broke the record by five. The previous record was 51. Uh, so here it is. Uh, Guinness World Records explains, um, well, for the purposes of the record, um, he doesn't. he's not required to drink alcohol at every... What? What do you mean he's not required to drink? He's going to a pub. You just got to visit You're the telling- pub and, and buy a beverage. It doesn't have to be yeah. alcohol. It can be anything. doesn't have to be... Oh, no, no. So, he, so because he doesn't have to drink alcohol and it's a 24-hour period, he leisurely strolls out of bed and starts his crawl at 10 a.m. with a fifth of a pint of lemonade. 
Ooh, he's on a roll, folks. Here he goes. He's so brave. Breaking down the record. Here it is. Here it is. In fact, the record set her down more orange juice than anything else. And his total breakdown was 8.6 pints of orange juice, 5 point pints of apple juice, 0.8 pints of lemonade, 0.5 pints of Diet Pepsi, 0.4 pints of Tango, whatever Tango is. Probably like point Tang. three. I don't know, tank, whatever. 0.33 pints of black currant cordial, 0.2 pints of Coca-Cola, 0.2 pints of cranberry juice, and ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait, did my 11-year-old go on this pub crawl? Yeah, exactly. He drank a grand total of two pints of beer in the 56 stops, and only 0.2 pints of that beer was Guinness. Ladies and gentlemen, he drank a total of 18 pints of liquid in 56 stops in 24 hours. I don't even think he had enough water with 18 pints in a 24-hour period to qualify. I'm sorry, but um, Mr. Uh, Gareth Murphy, 29-year-old IT worker, get your ass back to work because you know what? It's a bogus title as far as I'm concerned. You hit 56 different pubs. That's like me saying I hit 56 different 7-Elevens in a 24-hour period and I bought a stick of gum at every one. It's like, I didn't, it's not like I went in and had a Slurpee at all 56 of them. No. It's not like I got one of those rolly dogs off the little hot roller thing and 56 of those. No. All I did is I just walked in. I got like, got a, like, a, like a, a scented toothpick. That's you might, you might be onto garbage. something. Who can hit the most 7-Elevens in one day? Uh, but what's strange is, yeah, I mean, it sounds like my 11-year-old could do this pub crawl challenge. Anyways. Just as long as you got enough adrenaline. Yeah. Speaking of the Great American Beer Festival, got some news. Uh, it's returning for the first time since 2019. And despite Woo! being the biggest beer event of the year, the festival itself will actually be smaller. GABF's longtime home, the Colorado Convention Center, is undergoing construction, which limit the uh, festival's footprint to about 389,000 square feet, down from about 584,000 from uh, 2019. So people say, oh, it's going to be smaller. Is it because of COVID? No, it's actually because the convention center is under construction. So tickets are going on sale July 12th for uh, American Home Brewers Association members that are $85 and July 13th for general public, which is $95. But yeah, the Great American Beer Festival is going to sell 20,000 fewer tickets for the 2022 event in Denver. Not because of COVID. People are like, oh, it's going to COVID. Nope. It's because the construction going on at the convention center. So that's a little update. So, all right, we got to take a break. Still discussed, Chad. We got to talk about warning about the WhatsApp and we've got some sports news and Tesla's uh, they're suing over Tesla beer. So what's on tap radio? We'll be right back. Okay, we will buy no more beer until we drink all the beer we have at home, we said. <laughs> and then we laughed and laughed and laughed. All right, cut it out. This is What's on Tap Radio. Back to James and Chad. Feels that way. Well, luckily there's cold beer to keep us cool and refreshed. No slime in the beer that Chad's drinking. Is that right, Chad? <laughs> no. None whatsoever. Although I will tell you the humidity. This has one of those uh, glued-on labels that doesn't wrap all the way around, and the humidity on this. I grabbed a hold of it, and I almost 
<laughs> it almost slipped out of my hand because lost it was a little slimy on the outside. But no, I'm drinking the uh, the Zywik. This is the uh, uh, from Poland. It's a Polish brewery, Zywik, uh, and it is the Baltic Porter, dark, rich beer. I like that description because before dark and rich meant it had chocolate cake and donuts and you know like frosting and and brownies in it this is what dark and rich was it is just a clean lager imperial beer 9.5 percent and it really brings out the just basic ingredients of beer so if you're looking to know what i mean i think it's a great example of a baltic porter it's just great i mean it, it you get the heat from the booze it's lagered, so it's going to finish nice and clean. It's got a little bit lighter body. And the roast on this, it doesn't come off like strong coffee roast. It's just everything's subtle, almost just like almost like the smell of burnt toast, but it's not acrid where, you're, where you don't like it. So it's just... A- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. It's really nice. It's even got a little hint of, of sweetness to it as it's warmed up. So nice beer. Uh, the Zawik uh, Polish Brewery with their Baltic Porter, 9.5%. And I'm looking across the screen here. Uh, James, your glass is empty, it, bud. It is, in fact, empty. And uh, coming up, we got a warning to uh, WhatsApp users. But uh, before we get into that, I've got some other news to share. But... Uh, Chad, earlier you were talking about you you dug a beer out of your fridge. You didn't even know what it was. Brought to the table. No label. Cracked it open. Had no <laughs> label on it. I also did that. In my fridge, I had some stuff buried in the back of the fridge. And I came across this beer, and I'm kicking myself because I should have had it sooner than Can I, I have it, it now. I want to guess. Okay. I want to guess. Please tell me. Please, 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 please tell me you have an Oktoberfest beer. I do have an Oktoberfest, but not what I'm bringing to the table. Not what I'm bringing oh, right now. Oh, nuts. So this beer is, this has been back in the fridge for over a year. And I stumbled, I was moving some things around, and I'm like, what? What is this? And it was just in the back, and I pulled it out. I pulled it out, and I'm like, all of a sudden I looked, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my. It's a Look Bell's beer from Bell's Brewery, the original 1985 recipe, which is has a shelf life of like three months. Yeah, I was going to say, that ain't... Yeah. And this was brewed no. um, over a year ago, 6-4-21. And I, thought, I interviewed Larry Bell when that beer was released, and that was right after I moved back to Michigan. And so I just thought, hey, for entertainment purposes, let's crack oh, yeah. this beer and see 
if there's any flaws to it. If it's- well, while you're doing that, let me let me just bring this up because some people right now are going to be like, it's okay that he drinks that because that's before they sold out. But you know they sold out now. Now I'm not going to drink any of that Bell's beer. Oh, get out of here with that. I'm tired. Yeah, I know. But this know. is uh, the first beer ever sold by Larry in the general store. Brewed yep. again 36 years later. Uh, well, I guess 37 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it but, was uh, 36 years later. Enjoyed. Enjoy. It, it had a shelf life of three months, and it was, it was brewed and packaged on 6-4-21. Yep, and 6-4-21, and I, and I moved in on the 8th of uh, <laughs> June. Um, not too bad. There is... Um, some, I seem to remember that it's a little, having a, it's a little, little bit of a... It's a flat. It's flat, a little bit flat. I, I, I remember it being a little flat to begin with, but I also remember it being um, almost a, a, a little... a little. It's was there, sweet. Is there like a spice note to it? No, uh, it's, bready? Just, it's no? pure sweet. Pure sweet. Oh, then it's... Yeah, then it's turned. That horse is turned, Yeah, buddy. it's all sweet, yeah. <laughs> it's but, If it's all sweet, yeah, you're getting... Yeah, the hops it, are gone. But yeah, there's no hop presence to it. Gone. The, but I don't get any wet cardboard taste, so there's no oxidation of... of well, that. that's good, you know. But okay, not, I, I will consume it. I will finish it. Hey, if you want to go back and listen to our podcast brought to you by Cask Branding, you'll find out some things that you can do with old beer, like you can get rid of toenail fungus. Yeah. So if you have a beer like this that you just don't want to drink, um, you know, it's, it's flip-flop season. You know Go my, ahead. You know what my wife uses old beer for? Margaritas. Uh, explain. So I'm sorry. The, this is not the, on the one sheet. The beer, this is off. The beer cuts off down here. on the acidity from the uh, limeade. So it, it's not oh. as, um, it doesn't have as much citrus um, bite to it. So the beer cuts down on the citrus. On margaritas? Lime, from the, yeah. When you use limeade. For uh, margaritas, yeah. My wife uses um, a little bit, about a quarter of a beer, to cut down on the acidity of, from the limeade, and it makes it Can smoother. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if I, th- again, this is off script, but I want to say I've seen some of your wife, uh, her her cooking and, and her recipes, and I gotta say, I, I've also seen, I've, I've been invited to the table at the Simpson household. What what's her page? Let's give her a plug. Uh, the Tasty Table on Facebook. The ta- a tasty table where she'll post all of her recipes, all of the things she cooks. A lot of times she'll just take a recipe from Pinterest and then doctor it up with her own spices. I've noticed that because yeah. she does a lot of good stuff and you can see she puts her personal touch on it. And she'll even tell you, you may find the recipes like this, but what I like to do is dot, dot, dot. And she does that. Right. I like, I like that but, about watching your wife's recipe. But she her, does a good job. But her margaritas, every time somebody has a margarita from her, like, oh my God, this is so smooth. It's because she puts a little bit of beer in there. Well, you know, the thing is, is nobody's ever going to look at uh, the tasty table and say, she stole my recipe. No. Kind of like uh, kind of like somebody over in China, maybe stealing somebody's logo and making beer. What? Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's hard to believe, and, and but the, the, there are knockoffs in China. Do you think they thought they were going to get away with this? Yeah, there's no way. I mean, the guy, the guy who, the, who they ripped off... Puts rockets into space and is going to buy Twitter. Okay, Elon Musk, you're not yes, going to get yeah. away you with don't this. Don't think he's going to notice this. You you ripped off the wrong guy. All right, so a beer maker in China decided, yeah, you know what, Tesla is a popular brand. I think we should make a beer called Tesla, and not only that, but we're going to use their logo right on the label. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Sometimes they like trying change to the subtle. font up a little bit. Nope, they just nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight up rip off, man. I mean it, man. And and Tesla's been ripped off before with soda waters and colas and everything else, and uh, just using the the Tesla logo. But this Chinese company, they said, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and make a, a, a beer. Well, of course, Tesla, yeah, they filed a lawsuit in Chinese court in Shanghai, which uh, I'm not sure how that works. I mean, it's not like, you know, Tesla, non-American company being, you know, suing a Chinese company with the Chinese court, were they going to go like, eh, you're an American. Yeah, but don't they have know, an LLC it. or something in China? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Tesla Shanghai uh, Corporation uh, Limited yeah. is uh, there in China and well, yeah, they infringed on their legal trademark uh, by making beer and soda. Uh, this brewery did. So uh, they named the uh, the Chinese company and its subsidiary in Guangdong, uh, China, which is in a subs- uh, it's kind of a district of Shanghai, as well as the design company as defendants in the case. And Tesla Shanghai demanding Chinese RMB of five million or. 742,000 U.S. dollars in compensation. Hey, none of this cease and desist crap. Uh-uh. No, you're not getting a warning. You you blatantly did it, and you know what you did, and you made money on it. Send us a check for 742,000 U.S. dollars, and don't do that crap again. So the Shanghai High Court's going to be ruling on this later this month. Yeah, don't be ripping things off. And speaking of ripping things off, people, the scammers these days, the scammers, scammers, scammers. So I told you how WhatsApp has a warning to users. So WhatsApp users are being warned about a scam competition offering people a free crate of Heineken beer. This was ahead of Father's Day. But the fake contest was spreading like wildfire across messaging platforms, according to the Scam Alert website. They offered usual appears as a WhatsApp message from a friend or a contact in the form of a tiny URL link accompanied by an image of an 18-bottle cooler pack of Heineken. And text alongside the image claims that 5,000 coolers full of Heineken are up for grabs. But Heineken confirmed that the competition was fake and warned people not to click on any links sent to them. Replying to the Twitter user who asked whether the contest was genuine, the beer manufacturer said, This is a scam. Thank you for highlighting this to us. Please don't click any links or forward messages. Many thanks, according to their website. And according to uh, another, uh, this is the online retailer.com, this sham competition tricks victims into visiting phishing, spam, or malicious websites and potential to steal personal information and account credentials and also may trick potential victims into signing up to unwanted services. So warning to WhatsApp users over Heineken scam offering free beer for Father's Day. So if it's not on the official Heineken website, don't click on any links. And you should be worth, um, cautious of that when people send you these links. Never click on it, all right? So that's a little warning. All right, coming up in the last segment, Chad, we got a couple things to get to, including we got a hero of the week. And what are some beers that don't have the greatest reputation but we secretly love? We'll break that down in the last segment of What's on Tap Radio. Hang with us for one more. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to eat healthy and start exercising today. Oh, look. Beer. 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 What's on Tap Radio continues. Last segment of What's on Tap Radio for this week, Chad. We're not done forever. We're not saying... Good night forever. 
this week. Yes. It's been a great show of uh, talking HVAC and dropping Texas fun facts, but it's time for Chad to crack one more beer because this segment is brought to you by Tantric Brewing Company. Yes, out of Allegan, Michigan, my hometown right here. I want to thank Tantric Brewing Company for bringing us this last segment. And there's an old saying here that, I well, if you haven't heard it before, it, trust me, it's old. Um, it's an old saying. Um, and that is, good stories make beer taste better. I, this, I, I agree with that 100%. This is a good story here. So this is a beer from Tantric Brewing Company. It is uh, called Hand of Ted. And in case you're wondering, it's a pale wheat ale. And you're like, oh, wow, pale wheat ale. Okay, well, you're going to round out the show on a pale wheat ale. All right, cool. It's called Hand of Ted. And there's a reason it's called Hand of Ted. Because uh, uh, if if you follow the show and you understand how Tantric Brewing Company names their beers, they typically sit in the hot tub and they come up with these ideas. Well, this one was born out of an incident that took place with home brewing. And, uh... Uh, a friend of the brewery named Ted, and yes, he knows us, so here's a name drop right there for him. Ted, this one goes out to you, who's also a U.S. Marine. Oh, Semper Fi. Was home brewing. Yeah, home brewing with Patrick from, there's another name drop from Tantric Brewing Company. And uh, apparently something fell into the wort. And if you're not familiar with what wort is, that is the unfermented beer that's uh, boiling and and you know you got the hops in there and everything's just boiling and rolling along, and Ted says, "Oh, I'll get it," and goes to take his hand oh. and put it down. Uh huh. In the boil, yeah. Oh, rule of thumb goes to put it. <laughs> rule of thumb, rule of hand, rule of hand to Ted. He goes to put his hand down in there, and Patrick, in true David Hasselhoff form, like Baywatch, comes diving in. No. Saves him. Yeah, that's right. Slow motion dive. He's got he's got the uh, he's got the little red floaty thing under his arm and saved Ted's hand. So, in honor of Ted's hand, U.S. Marine and friend of the Tantric Brewing Company, I bring you the Pale Wheat Ale Hand of Ted. <laughs> we not we don't know what was dropped in the wart. <laughs> I don't know. I just know we saved Ted's hand. That's good. And by the way, good beer too. Ted does not have a hook for a hand these days because he, <laughs> he does saved. not. All right. So thank you, Tantric Brewing Company. All right, we've been teasing this, and we're going to get into it. What are the beers that we drink with the curtains closed? <laughs> we were breaking. It's like okay, James. Like yeah, all right, close the curtains. We got to drink these beers. It's like we really like them, don't we? And like, what well, does that mean? What does that mean? Drink with well, the curtains it, closed. It basically means it's a guilty pleasure, but it's not. It's it's one of those things that you don't tell your friends you drink, Mm-mm. except. If they got a hold of your grocery receipt, they would see that you're buying these beers. These are beers that are still selling and doing very well, but uh, nobody ever brags about drinking. No, you don't see anybody sitting back going, yeah, man, I'm knocked out a six-pack of... Yeah. Well, the thing is, is most of these aren't even sold in six-packs. They're sold in ridiculous sizes. For example, Sleeman's Clear. Now, you're probably not familiar with Sleeman's. I don't know. I know it's um, Canadian. Oh, it's Canadian. It's Canadian, eh? Oh, you betcha. And, uh, oh, yeah, up there, they drink a lot of the Sleemans, and uh, they drink it, in, in, they take it into the ice shanties, and that way no one sees them drinking it. <laughs> and they don't have to explain themselves whenever they're eating poutine later at, uh, at the local bar. So, anyway, so number 10 on the list of beers that have a bad reputation. Yeah, it's basically considered a nearly tasteless, low-carb beer. And they call it clear. 
Siemens clear, but it's not clear. All right. How about number nine on the list? Fosters. Yeah. What? Guess what? Wait, not Fo- Australian for beer. Oh, Fosters. Okay. Fosters. Yes. Fosters served in an oil can, 25 ounce can. Why? I don't know because maybe they, that's the only way they figure anybody will buy it. I don't know. Tagline Australian for beer. Not the case, man. Uh-uh. American expats actually invented it and it's sold uh, most of it's sold in the United Kingdom. Yeah, go figure that. I remember Australians drinking I remember drinking with some Australians back in the day and yeah. talking about, "Oh man, you must love uh, Fosters." I thought they're going to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, coming in number 8 on the list here, Keystone Light. People love the Keystone. Got to have some uh, or hold on a second. How about some stones? Oh wait, sorry. Trademark lawsuit. No, Can't talk about that. Can't call key, them stones. Key. But it comes in at 1.23 on a five-point scale. Ouch on rate beer. Yeah. Key. Stone! <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee's best light, <laughs> the beast, comes in at number seven. Uh, it's basically labeled as Cheap Swill online called Beast Light. And number six, Coors Light. No, not the slimy Coors Light that we talked about earlier in the show, but... Coors Light, um, we got that one there coming in at number six, selling millions and millions and millions. So if you're tuning in, number- we're talking about beers that have bad reputations, but people secretly love. Why? Because they continue to sell off the shelf. People, they do. They don't. No, I don't drink that, but somehow they seem to fly off the shelves. All right, these next three don't make sense to me. I'm gonna just go here. All right, Miller Genuine Draft sixty four, not just MGD. No. Miller Genuine Draft 64. This is 64 calorie MGD coming in at a whopping 1.6 out of 5 on Beer Advocate. So so Miller Genuine Draft 64 was aimed to compete with Budweiser Select 55. Right, 55, which came in at number 3. And it's kind of funny because that is also rated very low. But in between the two, at number 4, Bud Light Shalada Clamato which is beer made with tomato juice and it has a cult following and I don't understand that one. I've never tried it. We've never had it on the show, but I see people online drinking it and I don't understand that one. If one person, okay, here we go. Go follow us on social media. If one person sends us a message or an email, that's uh, what's on tap radio at gmail.com or sends us a comment, Chad, bring the Budweiser or Bud Light Chilada Clamato to the table. Oh, I will gross. bring it next week. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's Chad. Chad, you do that. That's not me. Yep, I'm doing it. And I'm allergic to tomatoes, and I'm still going to do it. All right, coming in at number two. It's for the show, Chad. Yeah, it is for the show. Scoring 1.12 on a five-point scale on rate beer, natural ice. That's right. Also known as natty ice or nasty light <laughs> or oh my gosh and i'm sorry sorry it's known as na- nasty ice and then right below that at number one it's cousin nasty light which is natural light natural light sells like crazy Dude, it, i've seen so many people stock up on their local beer retailers they're just load that in their shopping cart so many and light they didn't bands. even they didn't even need a, a a girl to go sliding down the slide you know what time it is it's natural light time dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but that, they didn't need that it that just ra- sells that rounds out your list of beers that have a bad reputation but people secretly love you they my sell friends, like crazy may love that beer hey look we don't judge you work hard for your money so whatever you want to spend your money on well that's on you all right so real quick we got to round out the show with our hero of the week 
So here's a story that shows the difference between city folk and country folk. So a bunch of New Yorkers were at a place in Brooklyn called the Tampkins Bar last week when a possum wandered through the front door. Oh, and no! At, and as soon as it walked in, people freaked out. Like, ah, it's a possum! One of the bartenders said she immediately grabbed her phone but didn't know who to call. But luckily, one person wasn't scared. It was a lady named Susan Fulton. She was standing outside when she saw it run in. Because she's originally from Alaska. So this kind of stuff doesn't freak her out at all. So when everyone else panicked, she just walked into the bar, found it on the table, grabbed her by the scruff of the neck, and casually walked it out and released it. And someone actually got on video. Everyone bought her around. (laughs) And a few people cheered when they saw it run off. Others didn't really know what it was or maybe it's like a weird dog or a really big cat. (laughs) But uh, Sarah said she didn't think twice because she grew up with moose in her backyard and she was surprised that everyone else was freaked out about it. But within minutes, people were already calling her a hero and lining up shots and she didn't have to pay for everything all night. So That's awesome. Earn a hero by casually just removing a possum from a Brooklyn bar. And a little known fact, if you grow up with moose in your backyard, you are automatically qualified to grab a possum by the scruff of his neck, apparently. And, and there you go. We got to get out of here. Great the show. There. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. We got to say goodbye. But before we do, we got to thank our wonderful sponsors. Our wonderful sponsors being Tantric Brewing, No Label Brewing, Beer Logic Conference and Events, Rignola Haken Insurance Group, The Backyard Grill, and of course, sponsoring our podcast, Cast Branding. So for Mr. Beer Logic, Chad Pilbeam, I'm Beer Guru James, I'm saying, hey, thanks for checking out What's on Tap Radio. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will hope to see you back on the radio next week. We'll see you then, folks. Cheers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.